Hey kids, welcome back to another episode of the Gosford PC Kids Cast. This is Ash. And this is James. It's great to be here with you guys. Now, James, last week we put out a bit of a challenge to all of the listeners to count how many names they could find in the story, how many they recognised. And we actually had a message from one of our most devoted listeners, Kate McCann, and she wanted to tell us how many uh, names she recognised. So let's have a listen to her message. Let's do it. Hi, this is Kate. I really liked having Kate done that particular episode. I think what he said was really funny. I got, I knew 17 of the names. I hope you enjoy doing this podcast. Bye. Thanks so much, Kate, for your message. 17 names, that's pretty impressive. Hey, James. That is a very good effort. I'm very impressed. There was lots of names in there that I didn't even recognize. So picking out 17, that is a great job. It is. And I think Keith's a pretty funny guy too. So you never know, he might be on the show again someday. Keith is a funny guy. I think that's another one of those things that he tells himself when he looks in the mirror in the morning. You know, you're good looking, <laughs> you're funky, you're funny. He's just got a whole mantra, but he's, you know, he's a confident guy. So I think it works for him. <laughs> And uh, I think with that, maybe we should get started with today's Bible reading. Sounds good. Okay, kids, it is now our story time. So we are going to be reading from Luke chapter 4, verses 1 to 13. And we are going to be reading the CEV version. Okay, guys. So in this passage, we're picking up right after that long list of names that we heard about and learning about how uh, Jesus is part of both God's family, but he's also one of us and has a human family as well. And now we're going to see something super exciting. We are going to see a battle between Jesus and the devil, but it's not going to look like the sort of battle that you might expect because we're not talking about a fight with fists or swords or something like that. We're talking about an even more powerful fight, and that is a fight with God's word. So I'm super excited to read this one to you today. While James reads the story, maybe you would like to draw three pictures for us. So in this story, you're going to hear about three different temptations that Satan delivers to Jesus. So I want you to see if you can pick up what the three temptations are, and maybe you might like to draw a picture of each of them. All right. So we are reading from Luke chapter 4, verses 1 to 13 in the CEV Bible, uh, and it begins like this. When Jesus returned from the Jordan River, the power of the Holy Spirit was with him, and the Spirit led him into the desert. For 40 days, Jesus was tested by the devil, and during that time, he went without eating. When it was all over, he was hungry. The devil said to Jesus, If you are God's son, tell this stone to turn into bread. Jesus answered, The scriptures say, No one can live only on food. Then the devil led Jesus up to a high place and quickly showed him all the nations on the earth. The devil said, I will give you all this power and glory to you. It has been given to me and I can give it to anyone I want to. Just worship me and you can have it all. Jesus answered, the scriptures say, worship the Lord your God and serve only him. 
Finally, the devil took Jesus to Jerusalem and had him stand on top of the temple. The devil said, if you are God's son, jump off. The scriptures say, God will tell his angels to take care of you. They will catch you in their arms and you will not hurt your feet on the stones. Jesus answered, the scriptures also say, don't try to test the Lord your God. After the devil had finished testing Jesus in every possible way, he left him for a while. That is a really interesting passage. It's a, I think we actually might have um, looked at this one in kids' church a little bit before we went into quarantine. Yeah, no, it's a great one. I, I love this passage. I have lots of thoughts, but we were chatting about it earlier and you've got some great uh, stuff to say on this. So tell me, Ash, what, what did you get from this passage? What jumped out at you? One of the things I absolutely love about this passage is that it really shows us the importance of knowing our Bible, knowing what scripture says and believing it. So in this passage, we see that Satan tries to entice Jesus with three temptations. And I asked you to try and listen for what they were. So um, try and, and say them with me. So there was, he tempted Jesus with food, with authority and power, and also tried to tempt Jesus to test the power of God. And Jesus is actually able to resist all of these temptations. And there's a couple of reasons why. So the first one is because Jesus is fully God, because he knows what the Bible says. And also because, as it says in verse one, he was full of the Holy Spirit, which uh, we actually talked a lot about last week. And with each temptation, he is able to push away um, that thought with quoting scripture. And I don't know about you, James, but I think that scripture is a really powerful tool that we can use um, when we attempted to help um, reinforce to us why we should be sticking to God's word and, um, and reinforcing to ourselves what we believe. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I get excited just thinking about this one. I've got so many words in me right now. I can barely just contain them all. I just want to say them all <laughs> at once. Uh, I love... Uh, that I've memorized scriptures and that I have them in my heart and that they flow out from time to time when I'm feeling uh, a certain way. And if I want to pray or talk to God to be able to talk his word back to him, mm. uh, there's just been so many times when I've had those verses there because I've uh, made the effort to remember them just as really uh, David in the Psalms encourages us to do. He says to, to meditate on the Psalms, he says that he did that himself the day and night. He's thought on them. Uh, and you think about the way that David knew God and the way that David is described mm. by God. And, and I just remember reading that as a young Christian and thinking that's the sort of person that I want to be like. And we can do that. We can be like David. We can be like Jesus uh, because we've got the Bible and we can memorize those verses for ourselves. Because that's the thing, right? When you see Jesus in this story, uh, when Satan says to him uh, that, you know, uh, the scriptures say one thing, Jesus didn't need to, you know, pull out his Bible uh, and start flipping through the pages. Oh, yeah. Where's the contents <laughs> again? Uh, what does it say? I don't know. Jesus just had those uh, verses ready to go. Uh, and yeah. he knew how to understand them and think about them properly. So have you, have you done much scripture memorizing like through kids church and growing up in church and that sort of stuff? 
Yeah, definitely. We did it a lot growing up um, in church and we still do it um, as part of kids' church quite often. And part of the reason that we do that is so that we can equip ourselves with God's word and be able to make choices for God in difficult situations. And yeah, it's something that I have used a lot in my life personally. Um, And it doesn't even have to be about temptation either. It can be about any situation that we are encountering. So I know for me, I am a very anxious person particularly when I was in high school, I felt a lot of anxiety. And so there was a lot of scripture that I would memorize, um, which reminded me to give all of my anxieties over to God and to trust him because he's in control. And something else I wanted to touch on with you, James, about this passage is it's not really enough just to know scripture, is it? It's not just enough to memorize it. We actually have to believe it, right? Because Mm. when we see in this passage, even Satan knows scriptures he's quoting scriptures Mm. to god even though uh, to jesus even though he's sort of twisting the meaning of um of them particularly in the last one but yeah you know it's not it's not enough just to know it we actually have to believe it don't we that's such a great point uh there's a a famous verse uh in the book of james where it talks about how even the the demons believe in god and tremble Mm. uh and they they, they know God, like they know that he's real, but they don't actually trust him. They don't have that relationship with him that we're meant to. And that's the thing, like you said, uh, Satan knows what God's word says, but the difference between him and Jesus is that Jesus knows the God who gave us these words and trusts him. He knows that he's good. Uh, he knows that he uh, loves us. He knows that uh, we're meant to serve him. And so the way that Jesus reads the scriptures is not just uh, as facts to memorize, but as a way to know the person behind them. And that's one of the best things that we can do as uh, Christians and people reading the Bible is to remember that this is how we know a real person. This mm. is how we know God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. We, we get to know them. Just like I'd get to know a pen pal through reading letters about them, uh, I'm not just memorizing facts from their letters. I'm actually getting to know them as a person. And we can know Jesus truly, and we can know the Father truly, and we can know the Spirit truly uh, through reading the Bible and, and having uh, God's Word in our hearts. So, kids, I'd like I said, I could talk about this for days. So I'm going to stop myself just because, you know, you guys might be doing some other stuff right now and you might not have days to listen to me on this. But just trust me, uh, memorizing scripture is one of the best things that you can do and one of the best ways that you can get to know Jesus, our Lord and Savior. It's now time for our special guest for this week. I took the time this week to reach out to someone who will be very familiar to all of you guys who come to Kids Church each week. This uh, lady is one of the leaders for the Flames group and she is an awesome, awesome woman and I'm so thankful that she um, was happy to give up her time to talk to you guys. In fact, when I messaged her, she was so excited to get the chance to chat with you guys. Do you have any thoughts on who it might be, James? Uh, It's you, isn't it, Ash? Of course, I'm amazing. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's what I thought. I'm thinking like amazing person, teachers in Flames. This is is Ash, right? Did I get it right? Um, no, unfortunately not. <laughs> I'm not the okay. only awesome teacher of flames today. Uh, no. Sorry, I made a mistake. If if I was describing an awesome person, I probably would have been talking about myself because that's what I do. But you're you much, do like to do that. <laughs> yeah, you you're a much more humble person. You've got better character than I do. So yeah. So I apologize. Who who are we talking to today, Ash? This I'm excited week. to find out now. <laughs> this week we are talking to the wonderful Rhonda, and she has some awesome advice for you guys. So let's listen to what she has to say. 
Hi everyone, Rhonda here. I'm really missing everyone and I'm looking forward to when we can see each other again. Last week Heath told us to be patient, so I'm practicing being patient and being thankful for what we have so far. Keith said so much good stuff. Keith also said something about what he says to himself in the mirror every day. I can't remember what that was, but it started me thinking what I might say to myself. What's a good way for me to start the day? I decided I wanted to tell myself things that were true, that were good for me to hear, and that would set me in the right direction for the day ahead. So this is what I decided is important for me to remember each day. I am made by God. How about that? I'm not an accident. Jesus loved me so much that he died in my place so that I could have a place in God's family. So that means now I'm a child of God and the Holy Spirit lives in me. And Jesus told his followers in Luke chapter 12 verse 32, the Father is pleased to give you the kingdom. God has so much prepared to give me. So, if I ask who am I, that's my answer. I'm made by God, saved by Jesus. I'm a member of God's family, his spirit is in me, and I have a great future with God. These are things you can tell yourself too each day. Bye for now. Thank you so much, Rhonda. I think that is some excellent advice and I am actually going to try and take that on board. I want to um, be able to stand in front of the mirror each morning and say to myself, I am made by God, saved by Jesus. I am a member of God's family. His spirit is in me and I have a great future with God. What excellent reminders. That is so good. I mean, like I was joking before about what Keith says to himself in uh, the morning when he gets up and looks at himself in the mirror. But how much better is that to not just say good things about yourself, but to, but to declare God's promises about who he says that we are? That's wonderful. And you know what would help that heaps, Ash? What's that? If you've memorized some verses from the Bible and you know God's promises off oh, by heart, you see what I'm saying? I do. Nice link there. <laughs> yeah, it all comes together. It's now time for our questions, kids. And before we get stuck into our questions this week, we have a bit of an apology to make uh, about last week's episode. <laughs> we do. We do. Uh, look, guys, it's never easy uh, to own up to your mistakes, but it's a really good thing to do it. You know, we come before God. We admit when we've done something wrong. And we also sometimes have to come before others and admit when we're wrong. And so last week, uh, we played a question from a member of my family and we told you that it was Lily, but actually that was Daniel. And we might've made a mistake there. <laughs> I'm so that. sorry. <laughs> we, we are really sorry. Lily and Daniel, we apologize profusely. Uh, we, we've, we're trying to make it up to Daniel this week. We're giving him a chance to actually ask uh, his question <laughs> himself. Uh, and it's a good one. So kids, we apologize. And uh, kids, just a good reminder to all of us out there, when, when we make a mistake, it's a really good thing to admit it uh, and to say sorry and to ask for forgiveness. So Ash, what is the question uh, that Daniel has for us this week? And actually is Daniel. That we, we definitely, <laughs> it, It's not Lily, it's Daniel. We're, we're, we got it right this week. I'm trusting you this time. So, so don't let me down. <laughs> okay. Let's listen to his question. 
know if God wants you to do something? All right. Well, Daniel, definitely Daniel. Great uh, question. Again, you kids always give us uh, great stuff to work with. Uh, and so this question of how do we know if God wants us to do something, uh, it's a really good one because every day we should be thinking about what God wants us to be doing. Uh, there's some really basic things that we know the Bible speaks to us about really clearly. So God wants us to obey him. Uh, if we're kids and we're living at home, then he wants us to obey mom and dad. There's some really clear and concrete things that he says to us about that. Uh, he says that he wants us to love our neighbors. And most of all, he wants us to love him over everything else. But then there's a different question that comes along with that, which is, well, how do we do those things? So how do I know when uh, God wants me to do something particular? Like I know he might tell me that he wants me to love my neighbor, but how do I know in any given situation or in any day uh, what that looks like? And one of the ways that we figure that sort of stuff out is, like I said earlier, we read the Bible to get to know God so we understand his heart and we understand how he sees the world and how he thinks about things uh, so that we can do the same thing. Uh, we keep reading the Bible to learn about what it means to be things like generous and gracious and kind and if we read the bible we see not just a list of rules for us but we see all sorts of stories where people are generous and where people are kind and when people do the right thing and when people do the wrong thing and how they try and make up for that or how they ask uh, for forgiveness and all sorts of stuff like that so i think the best way for us to learn uh, just in general how we are if god wants us to do something is to read the bible so we know if it comes from god's heart if it's a good thing in general but Maybe Daniel's asking about if there's something more specific, like uh, if I'm at school and my teachers give me a choice between doing swimming or doing athletics for sports in a certain term or something like that. Well, then we've got to use the brains that God has given us and also have a heart that's willing uh, to pray and to talk to God and try and see if there's anything that he might want to uh, put into our hearts or in our spirit to figure out what we want to do. Because there's lots of choices that we have to make that aren't what we call moral choices. They're not so much questions between right and wrong uh, or good and bad. Sometimes it's a question of, well, I can do either one. They're both good things. Doing swimming is great. Doing athletics is great. Uh, so how do I pick the one that God wants me to do and you can ask a really good question which is well what's what is it the one that I want to do more uh, and then maybe say to yourself well why do I want to do that more is it a good reason that I want to do a thing uh, is it to show off so that I can get lots of people to tell me I'm awesome or is it so that I can learn a new skill or so I can go and uh, spend time with my friends or so I can help some other people that maybe aren't as good at swimming as I am or something like that so there's all sorts of decisions that we have to make all the time. The best thing we can doing is read the Bible. The second best thing we're doing is praying and talking to God. And the third best thing that we can doing we, we can be doing is to use the brains that God has given us uh, to keep thinking about how in any given situation, I might be doing good things for God. And this is also really important. Uh, just knowing that we're all going to make mistakes. Sometimes we have thoughts that go really well and we think that was a good decision and I'm really glad that I did that and I think that God would be happy with that and then other times we might make a decision and it doesn't go well and we have to trust that well God's in control of everything and that was the decision I made and so no matter no matter what happens here God's still with me and he loves me and you know we learn by making mistakes sometimes because we're not God and we don't know everything and so it's okay to try and uh, think about what God wants 
to pray to him, to listen to his word and do the best we can. But knowing that even if we make mistakes along the way, uh, we're forgiven and God is gracious and God is kind and God can still use even our mistakes to do good things in this world. So that's a bit of a starting point. I'm sure I'll probably talk to Daniel more about this at home as well. We might even let Lily join in the conversation. Uh, but that, if you guys have more questions around that, I'd be really keen uh, to hear from you guys. And if you've got more thoughts about that one, it'd be great to hear from you. Yeah, definitely. And I was even just thinking as you were talking about that, James, that um, something that God always wants us to do is to look for opportunities to love others and to um, glorify him through our actions. So even sometimes we have a look at, you know, everyday situations like choosing which sport to do and we think, oh, it doesn't really make a difference. And sometimes that's true, but sometimes there could be an opportunity to show God's love to someone in those decisions. So maybe um, you've got a friend who doesn't know many other people, maybe they're new at school and they really want to do swimming, but no one else wants to do it with them. That could be a great opportunity to put aside what you want to do and to love them by being their friend and doing that sport with them instead. So, you know, sometimes there's, you know, decisions we have to make that don't really impact others, but sometimes it's good just to also think, is there an opportunity for me to show God's love to other people in this situation? Yeah, that's a great point, Ash. So yeah, that, that's, a, that's a good one to take that command of God seriously, to be loving our neighbor, to be loving the people around us and to be using that as a really helpful guide for deciding what we're going to do with our everyday lives. It's great. Mm. wraps up another episode of the Gosford PC Kids Cast. Thank you so much for all of um, you guys listening. We really appreciate it and we hope that you're getting something out of this. If you would like to ask a question or drop a message to us like Kate did, or you want to uh, send us a prayer that you'd like us to play in the episode, then you can do so by clicking the link in the show notes and you can record your message there. Otherwise, you can use the voice memo app on your parents' phone and they can send it to us through an email or through Facebook. We would love to hear from you guys. Absolutely. So guys, yeah, please keep keep coming. Uh, we love hearing from you. It helps us to understand how we can best love and serve you guys. We've mm. been talking today about loving our neighbor and the best way uh, that we can figure out what God wants us to do. So you guys can help us out by being loving and kind to us, sending in uh, your thoughts and what you're uh, wondering about and we will do our absolute best to love you guys back so that'd be great awesome how about we finish up with some prayer would you pray for us james love to loving heavenly father thank you for jesus thank you that he is the word who became uh, like one of us that the whole world was created through him and yet he humbled himself and became like us so that he could teach us and also show us what love looks like. Thank you for the Bible and for the way that we can learn about you and know you truly through it. We pray, Father, that we would take uh, your word and memorize it and learn it well so it's deep in our hearts. So in those moments when we need you and we need to remember your promises that we'll have it with us uh, no matter where we are. And we pray, Father, that as we seek to to, uh, live for you in this world and we wonder about you know what you want us to do and whether something is uh, what you've called us to do uh, that you would help us to keep reading your word to keep praying to you and keep using the brains that you've given us to think about how we can love and serve the people around us and love you in all things and we thank you for this in jesus name amen amen thanks kids we'll see you next week bye bye guys